previously last week, the heroes retrieved two more puzzle cubes as the dangers of Omu enshrouded them. Coming to the scene of a throaty cries for help, they found the once motley crew of veggie pygmies has grown large, strong, and unflinching. Now, I just want, I just want to clarify: uh, are, are the veggie pygmies are they on our side of the lava, or are they on the other side of the lava? They are between you and the lava. The lava is like okay. over the cliff, and they've been throwing a grung over the cliff, but they have like a rope around them, so they'll like pull him back up and then throw him over the cliff again. And okay, and then she came. She came in and tried to save him, and that then worked. Okay, okay. Now I'm caught up. Tension and humidity saturate the air as the mob of moldy monsters presses into your group. Now, just wait one second, okay? Uh, look, it it's not what it looks like. We we just think it's best if you stop putting your hands all over that uh that grung there, okay? We'll do whatever the fuck we want with him. And he goes up to the grung and pushes him down onto the ground. Oh my god. Uh, is the grungy it's... technically still in my arms as I'm yeah. flying a little bit up? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, right, so this just also. Wookie, could you give me a weather report real quick? Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, you just see Thor this event and says, uh... <sighs> "All right, all right, let's not be armful." Jesus I know. Christ. Now, where are these these pygmies? These? Where's it? They are these? the plant things that the uh, this, how this just look back at Morning's Whenever yeah. happens, if I fucked up, you you cast something. But not now. Nice. So these plant things are all your fault, Teridus? I mean, come on. I just okay. respond to these two individuals and go. When we first enter here, Theridus fed these fucker- fuckers and promised them corpses for meals. And because I sa- saved this one, they are upset. From what they were saying, they were upset before. There's just no okay. more, so... Can you guys- uh, what language can they speak? They can uh, speak plants, so I'm the only one who can understand it. So that's why I'm saying... Whatever happens, well, if I fucked up, you cast something. If you want. So, Orn, don't cast something. That's what Tarotis tells you. Alright. Is this the Tarotis advancing and says, Alright, I'm sorry. I know that was crossing the line. We know we crossed lines and all this. But, you know, we didn't harm your people, you know? So, you know, we can just... You know, not get all style into that. I know I said things that you're disgracing it, but I will stop and I will let you alone if you let us alone. We just want to save the world, and that's all we need to know. If we don't save the world, you die, I die. 
I am so glad Malice does not understand this because she would be slightly insulted. All right. We what demand does the... tribute. Give us tasties. Listen, I gave you tasty. You should be grateful to us. More! More tasties! Okay, Listen, can, uh, I don't think... You can literally go on the fucking town. There's a lot of it. We're not dying creatures. You said you eat dying creatures. We're not. Wait, you're going to... Wait, you're wanting them to attack a town? Okay, Arden, you cannot understand that, so... I'm speaking plants. They do yeah. not understand oh, what you Oh, never mind. At this yeah, point, everything all you hear that... is... Yeah. Everything is me. I need to not fucked up. That's that's what Taurus is trying to do. You are slightly uh, concerned, though, Orin, because as you look around, the negotiations between Teradus and the Veggie Pygmies is getting a little heated. There is one Veggie Pygmy that's quite a bit larger than the rest of them, and he is being very demanding. And as he says the last thing, the rest of them all start chanting, Tasties! 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 Okay. Um... I have an idea. Since I can't understand them, I can at least use detect thoughts on him. Go ahead As, and cast uh, what, it. Since my, because I've got uh, telepathic, so once a day I can use detect thoughts as a second level spell. You use detect thoughts, and the first thing that you see is this weird, inhuman mind that expands out in front of your consciousness. You feel urges strong emotions to envelop and to imbibe to absorb and as this mob around you swims each one of their consciousness like pricks it's like a cohesion of a whole all these different parts of one being there's some kind of fluidity that you wouldn't say that it's quite a hive mind but they're able to sense each other. And as the frenzy infects each one of these veggie pygmies, you feel yourself being drawn into this frenzy, into this madness am, as they work themselves up. I am going to, I'm going to cut my connection right there. Malice, what do you do? Uh, I want to quickly give Theridish Bardic inspiration as I just slowly approach him and just give him the wand uh, the wand of fear which only has one charge on it currently Theridish as you receive every the wand single creatures or it attacks like an ama- it attacks like one specific creature or nope I'm reading this wrong while holding the wand you can use an action action to expend two charges of the wand on and emit a 60 foot comb of amber light each creature within said comb must make a dc of wisdom saving throw or become frightened for a minute okay malice it doesn't only has one charge how much uh, okay it does it recharge it recharges it only it has seven charges but currently it has six charges left okay that seems like a good plan okay so you receive the wand from Malice surreptitiously edging forward as the rest of this mob begins to froth and they demand tasties. What do you do, Teridus, as they chant, Tasties! 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 I am prepping a spell. Right. I quickly give Just him the wand like... and bardic inspiration and back the fuck up. 
Yes. No. All right. Maybe we can oh. talk our way out of this. You know, Tardis, get to talking a little bit more with these plants, huh? All right. So, look like negotiations are going well. All right. So, what he's going to do is, uh, he's got to, got to take <laughs> the one of fear. Uh, he's going to say, uh, okay, is that something that they can hear? Or is that something that they can see that causes fear? The Wanda causes fe fear. If you can speak a similar language that they can, they can understand the Wanda fear. Let's go. All right. So what he's going to do is gonna he's gonna say like, "All right, I'll give you I'll give you uh, something." He pulls out the wand of fucking thing and he casts. Uh, the one of fear with two charges in plant speaking so that these three cannot understand what I do. Uh, wisdom save. Uh, 60 foot cone. Yeah, yeah, it's a 60, 60 foot, foot cone. cone that reaches all of the creatures. That is right here. I guess you're pointing upwards. Yeah, that's, yeah. That involves I... the, the ones in the back. Yeah. yeah. Uh... Unless you want to aim it. To uh, I'm gonna him. aim it to the largest creature. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is straight ahead. Yeah, straight ahead. Looking Ooh, on it, there's like three large fuckers. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a ten, a twelve, and a seven. All fail. They That's are all. <laughs> so Orn... they all have to run away. <laughs> Orn, what you see is this anger, this mob that's working itself up before just at the moment where they're about to charge forward into combat. There is this wave of terror that washes through the entire mob and the leaders that were about to lead the charge reel backwards and wash. Oh, there's a huge part in the mob. The rest of the confusion and fear just spreads to the entire crowd and you just see them all start running for their lives as they all duck into crevices and leap over the edges of these cliffs and walls. And each one of them, it doesn't take more than 30 seconds there's a couple of stragglers that are just like really really small and they are trying to hop over parts of the wall that are too tall for them and they're like give up eh, eh, eh. and they like walk around the long way casting like frustrated glances back at you how long does the fear last a minute so we gotta go now <laughs> uh, since yeah it took them 30 seconds to start leaving so all right uh, I do let's go charge and i do Two other fucking charge right over there and right over there. Oh no, you don't. You realize I, I, that it would be overkill at this point. Most of the mob has just fled. They've fleen. Fled. Okay. They fled. Okay. I was like, all right, we don't need a second. All right, let's go, everyone. And so, just... out of care, out of curiosity, how many times do you use it? Just once. Okay, thank God. Still four Paradis, charges. If you did it three times, that sh that fucking one would dis would disappear forever. Don't use it all. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Uh. All right. So yeah. yeah. If we used all oh. seven charges, it will go away. So isn't the uh, the immovable rod still over the lava door? No, we got that. No, already. we're across. Oh, we're, we're across. across. We're across. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, we're good. That's so. good. Oh, uh, we got across, okay. Yeah, yeah we, we got across the lava. 
We got across, walked a bit away, I heard the grungy, saved the grungy, and then this happened. <laughs> yeah. To that point of order, there is a... Right. Yeah, no, go ahead. There is a grung cowering on their hands and knees, and they get up, walk over to you, they scuttle over, and then they fall back down to their hands and knees. Thank you so much! They were about to kill me! I'm so appreciative! Thank you so much! Oh my god! Almost yes, but uh, they're all about to come right, back and try to kill all of us, so let's go. Alright, let's go, everyone. Yeah, let's go! Don't mention it, little grung person. Just thank the god of thunder over there. He's a real god, you know. He's pretty awesome. Who is he bowing towards? Real god. He's, he's like, he's groveling and like kissing your feet and. Oh, like, my feet. Ew. Each one of you. And yeah, he's like trying. So he's like huddling up to I'm you just and trying to pick him up, put him on the tail with the old man, and just grab it and start going. <laughs> I just like, Im- I just immediately walk away and go, never mention it. Oh, welcome to our party, young grung. And get the wand back from Theridus. He gave you the wand back. It's it like, thanks. She nods. Which way to the next shrine, Orvix? Um, uh, I want to say that way. If it there. didn't work, I had another plan. Okay. I will just start going the direction he pointed. Mm-hmm. Not caring if it's Fully correct, just going to get away, because they're going to very soon be realizing that, oh, that was not real fear. <laughs> yep, uh, start making your way. Cutting, oh, line through the city of Omu and just creating space between where you encountered all them veggie pygmies and making your way back out into the city. So, our... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Processing. Okay, there's the map. Mm, okay. Probably should have looked that up beforehand. Um, I probably should also log into... I'm just... Kind of bound to my phone tonight, all so. Nah, no worries. We make allowances for badasses. No. Yeah, well, that would be, yeah, appropriate. So yeah. my. Oh, okay. So, uh, probably over here towards the east is going to be the closest shrine, and the rest of them, well, they are meant for the people to worship the nine gods, so they'll find most of them back within the main portion of the city. This here, off to our left, uh, is the Grand Royal Palace. And he gestures and sweeps from the tail that you slayed from Tinder. And you all look over and you see that there are some impressive fortifications off towards the north of Omu. This area's completely enshrouded by a pretty massive wall. But that is not where Orvix indicates the next shrine is. Oh god. <laughs> this is a labyrinth. 
But over here is where we're headed. Please, this way. And he points. Like a fucking tour guide. This yeah, way, everyone. God, like, it's, it's there. It's fucking there. Mind the gap. Careful now. What is this, that big circle thing? That is the royal palaces. The structure here you see before you was inhabited by none other than the queen of Abu Alright, so why herself. don't we don't, don't go there? Because we have to get the rest of the shrines first, and there's one outside here. We all have right, to have go. all the cubes to get inside. Alright. I know right. we're in a bit of a time crunch, but we have to do it properly, otherwise we're going to die. Like Grok? Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Grok. Oh, Man. well, you know, I don't know who that Grok guy is, but I'm sure he was a very fantastic member of your party. Not really. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's hard to judge somebody, you know, just... He wasn't the brightest tool in the shed, but uh, he c he's okay. I didn't know him. <laughs> God dang. Anyway. Well, Trying. <laughs> Trying. That's that's where we need to go. Stop <laughs> reminiscing about that Grok guy. Yep. Out of character, I love Grok. <laughs> Same. Grok is silly, I just don't really know his character. <laughs> Nobody a... did. Nobody. I would have loved to meet this Grok fellow, but I guess I'll never get the chance, but... I hope you all can meet my father. He's the chief of the Grung tribe that lives here in the city of Omu. I oh, promise I thought you. you were about to say he's a chief of a Grung clan not far from here. Yeah, a drunk say, gun going on back. Well, he did. <laughs> what? Uh, no. Uh, you killed our cousin Grungs? Oh, no, don't Grung put me dead. in a cage. No, no, thank you. Those guys were assholes. I really appreciate you doing that. They were total dicks. You know, it was only a matter of time before it came to war between me and our two tribes. So, I thank you. You really ended up saving us a lot of work, and I'm sure my father, not only would he reward you for returning me safely to the tribe, he would also reward you if he learned that you eliminated our greatest rivals here. In the jungle, uh, child. All right, don't right. no, try to make false promises. We need to save the world first. All right. Oh god, might be able to outfit you with supplies, weapons. Consider it. Okay, okay. Supplies and weapons. Wow, that's two things. And as this grung continues to whisper sweet nothings about all the promises that he will give you if you just take him back to his tribe. And Give him back to you, Don't daddy. Don't trust the fucking grungy. <laughs> Me neither. You all he might be sweeping. <laughs> Sorry. I think, I think the, uh, the DM got it. <laughs> you all arrive at a pair of needle-like columns marking the entrance to a walled ruin in a courtyard beyond banyan roots envelop a squat building. The stone doors that seal the entrance are carved with images of a snarling bear with long, sharp claws. Do you have a visual? Yes. Alright. <laughs> 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 Number 19. So you guys need... 
this this one this one wait for it wait do i have it i know i have it okay welcome oh shit That was good music, Swell. Yeah, the music is good. Edward seems to be your your temple. He has water. Oh, would you look at that? Would you look at that? Why would Thor have water? I am the god of thunder, not no. water. <laughs> I, I did. I, 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 I mean, if, yeah, <laughs> if you speak about it, though, I mean... You know, some water is required, you know, for the clouds to make the thunder. You know, it's it's almost... When did you yeah. become oh. a biologist? I'm saying that out of character. I'm aware he's saying this out of character. I, too, am saying this out of character. Well, the uh, actually, the correct term would be meteorologist, but I don't expect you to know that. Nerd. <laughs> Rude. Just telling it how it is. Did I look like I gave a shit? <laughs> now, come now. I don't know. I can't, really, I, can't really see, I can't really see you at all. Aquatine, I know you've just started traveling with us, but we have a bit of decorum and manners that we expect of all our party members. Does that count hey, for really, the woman who's following Mr. us? Mr. Guy over here. Artemis. Mr. Mister. Artemis, you know what you are, Artemis. You're you're a little leech, all right. You're a little parasite. Don't appreciate that. That really gets back to our discussion of rudeness and no malice. I don't believe that our once guide Slita is held to these same standards. Might be why. Best be best that she is maintaining some distance. Hmm. Where's the where is the Selita at the moment? She's always check. off of. You know, I just hope she comes a little closer one day, you know what I'm saying? I want to get to know Salida a little bit more. Come Salida's a little. Nice. <laughs> Come a little. It's not, it's not canon, but I just see Tarius is just like, Hey, there's a quartine looking at your ass. Nothing. Are you trying to upset somebody here? No, no, no. He's always out to upset hey, people. What is the door? Rex, could you... Well, actually, first of all, DM, is there writing on this door? There is! Alright. Warwix, could you read? Please. Yes, I will do my only functional ability. Huzzah, watch! Strikes a pose. Strikes another pose. Uh, see, uh, yes. Obalaka teaches us to read. No. Tread warily and to stay in the light. Tread warily and stay in the light. It didn't actually repeat itself. That, that was me because I fumbled a little bit over that. It is all right. Thank you. All right. Seems that we are supposed to be in the light and not in the shadows. In this one. I'll go up to the door and push it open. The door is slightly ajar, and as you push on it, 
The rusty hinges squeal loudly, but the door opens before you. And as you make your way inside... Uh, how this is going to pick a rock and he's going to say he's going to cast light on it and says or up to this as he okay. talks to Dwar and uh, Aquatine okay shiny rock I like it you know proving your worth it's very nice alright just don't get lost in the shadows at least you have that Oh, it's fine. You guys just stay out here, you know, defend the outside. Me and Dwarf, you know, we're like the dynamic duo. Yeah, no problem. Two two peas, two peas in a in a purse, as as they would say in my hometown. That is odd. It's usually in the pod because peas come in the pod. Yeah, it, what's the matter? Not, not in my hometown. It just just I was ask, Arn, do you gonna go in strength? Am I going in strike? Are you going inside the shrine? Yes. I just can't put many tokens down or anything because my mobile phone. Hello? No, no worries. We got you. So, Orn, Dwar, and Aquatine. Aquatine, you catch the stone. I can't even access my character sheet, so that's. So I can't even roll my dad. Fucking God. We got you. Don't worry. We got you. So, oh, you piece of shit. What happened? Oh, my connection. No! It, it went back back on, but what the fuck? I, I was like, hello? We could hear you, but you the couldn't whole time. hear us. <laughs> okay. Uh, now it's back on. I can hear everyone. Uh, what did you say, home? All right. So, Aquatine, you catch the stone. And using its light, it opens up the way before you, and you see, expanding out, the walls of this dark corridor are covered with painted reliefs, showing Omuan people hunting, harvesting fruit, planting crops, crafting weapons, feasting, fighting, weaving, and skinning animals. Empty, eight empty torches, brackets, they protrude from the wall under these reliefs. Interesting. A little bit of Omuan culture. What a, what a lovely little sight we got here. Let's continue on. God. I'm going to change my Wi-Fi router because I'm not dealing with the shit. All right. I can see. All right. Um, DM... Let me yeah. uh, let me cast let me cast a little spell, yeah. All right. What spell are you casting? Oh, you know what spell I'm going to be casting, you little silly goose. Find traps. Find the traps. I'm going to find trap spell, the classic spell. They're dusty. So, what does the spell do? Because I remember Dwar um, casted this, and it kind of okay. gave him a rough idea. Okay, you sense the presence of any trap within the range at, in line of sight. So basically that means, you know, you don't need to tell me what trap it is. I just know it's there, you know. I, I think I it's actually know. the opposite. You know what it will do, but not where it is. Right, right. All right, I'm getting mixed messages here. 
as Sweta says, reveals mm. that the trap is present. You don't learn the location, but you do learn the general nature of the danger. Okay. All right. He knows it. He's our little rules lawyer. <laughs> I try not to be. So but I also just rules. read it off of the thing. Oh, what you can read? You can read the words on the page. Oh, you think that makes oh, any wow. special? Seems a little, uh, what do you call metagamey, if you ask me. <laughs> just because you know what a spell does, you think that means that you know what a spell does, eh? Alright? I mean, yeah, I cast it last yeah. session. <laughs> Alright, DM, traps, is there any? Yes. There is. There's a trap. Mm-hmm. In my line of sight. Nope. Do you have to see the trap to... It's in the, the range. general 120 feet. 120 feet? Uh, yeah, there's definitely a trap within 120 feet of you. Well, all right, everybody, there's a little, little trap around here. Like, is it going to make us fall? Is it going to explode? Like, what's it going to do to us? Hmm. That's true. It says, um, uh, we, we know, like, the, uh... Yep, all right. You know that this trap will turn you to stone. Oh, you know what? It says right here, you don't, you do, oh, wait, wait, but you do learn the general nature. You don't, never mind. That's, yep, okay, that's yep. good. Turn us to stone, okay. Yep, Be- uh, everybody, this, this trap will turn us to stone, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You will I'm be petrified. To light the torches. The torches. I mean, there are no torches. What you see? Oh, they're empty. There are brackets. They are holders for the torches, but there are no torches. I'm gonna peek back out. Anybody have torches? Let me check real quick, as I just take my bag out and start looking. You know, technically, I have a torch. You know, but I don't know if I should give it to I you. Give you. I give you a rock of light. <laughs> yes, but um, I want to yeah. be sure. I don't want uh, to. Unfortunately, all I have are candles that can emit light. I don't think a candle's gonna work. Yeah. Uh, sorry. You know I what? Can... I say. I say we just go for it. You know, we keep going. We haven't all even right. explored like go ten ahead. feet of this time. You're more than <laughs> welcome to go try with your shiny rock. You know, door. I, I like, I like, I like your style. I'll go ahead uh, to save you. You know, we wouldn't want to lose the God of Thunder. Bro, you can see about. Uh, you can see on uh, uh, twenty feet ahead of you. Orn, you see Aquatine moving deeper into the shrine. Do you follow? Yes, I'll follow them. Huh? Looks like Aquatine is just walking on every single tile they can. Aquatine, you, Orn, make your way deeper into the shrine. And at the end of this hallway, you find. What is it? Mm, door? What is it? Door? Looks like a door. Oh, a door. I thought you said dwarf. I was like, why would dwarf be at the end of the tunnel? <laughs> All right. Um, 
I open the door. It's locked. Oh no, my, my only weakness. After they head off, I'm gonna head outside and I'm just gonna start gathering sticks, taking an old tabard that I have, like, you know, those things that they wear over their clothes, mm. so their sim- symbols, and I'm just gonna rip that up and tie it around the stick to make makeshift torches. Um, okay. Um, so this, this little door, does it have a lock? All right, Dor will say that while you're tying these rags around the sticks and making makeshift torches, Aquatine, you come up to this door. This door? No, 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 not the door. All right, okay, so do I see a lock or like a magic seal? Huh? I can't hear you. Mm, reading oh my gosh oh, sorry. you do not I see a lock <laughs> I don't see a lock hmm what do you what do you, what do you think of this well what, what, what do you think uh I, I I don't know your name what's your name the the person behind me the uh, the, 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 the one guy you, you sorcerer the only person here. <laughs> oh I'm Orn oh hi Orn Oh, isn't that a lovely name? You're you're a lovely person. Now, um, <laughs> so about this door, do you have some sort of spell that'll like open it or something? You mean like a knock spell? Oh yeah, something like that. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, I do not. Oh, you you don't? Okay, you could you could have said that earlier. Okay, so, um, you know what? It's fine. It's fine because I have a spell that'll solve all our problems. I'll, I'll just cast um, Dispel Magic and it'll dispel all the magic on this door. You so reach out. Then. You try and find some kind of magical energy, some kind of property of the door. Anything to latch onto, to push, to hook into. This door is not magical. And as you oh, examine the door, oh, it's not magical. Oh my god. There's no lock. There's no kind of obvious locking mechanism. Should just push open. Oh my god. We're going to have to go. We're going to have to do Dwar's little thing, aren't we? Damn it. We're going to have to put the torches in the goddamn holders. I. Okay. Okay. I'll play by your rules, little. little shriny whiny. I see how it is. I'll take out two of my torches and I'll put them smack dab in the holders next to the door. Yeah, your light from the torches joins the magic stone and you can see better. Mm. And as the light suffuses this area, you see that the door in front of you, it's overgrown. There's all sorts of moss and different pieces of vegetation, vines that have grown along the door, kind of attaching it to the frames of the wall. Hmm. So interesting. I mean, I I don't think I've ever met a door that, you know, just doesn't want to open, you know? I mean, there's got to be some sort of puzzle to this. Hmm. You know, maybe if we clear out all that vegetation maybe the door will just fall you know i don't know maybe the door has like a special attachment to the vines 
You got like a little fire spell that can burn away vines, Mr. Orn? Uh, let's see, I have at my disposal right now. Fireball. Fireball, <laughs> yes, but I don't think fire I think that's a little overkill. Uh, once I finish making like ten torches, I'm gonna start going through lighting them, putting them in the holders. Oh, why are you lighting them? It's because we're supposed to stay in the light. Oh, uh, let's see. I have. No, I do not have fire bolt. Uh, I guess I have scorching ray though. Hmm, that that might work. Uh, let me let me try one of my cantrips first. You know, I don't want you wasting uh, your very valuable magical energy. Okay. Door, one by okay. one, you place your makeshift torches within the sconces along the wall. And as you come around the corner, you see Aquatine, and with the help of, excuse me, and with the help of Orn, you watch them burn away these vegetative growths around the door. And as they burn away the last bit of them, you place the final two torches that you've made within the sconces before you hear. I knew it! I knew it! It was the vines! Oh, I'm the most genius person ever to be born on the planet. Orn, we're geniuses. Okay. It was the vines. Right. A slight opening now as the door seems to be knocked loose from what was securing it. However, door? Mm-hmm. You're not sure what putting the torches, if anything, within the sconces that... You're not sure if that had any effect. The bit suspicious timing, like just as you put the torches in, they finish burning away the vines. I'm gonna take one of the torches out. Nothing happens. Okay. Right. Well, let's push on. I push open the door to enter the room. You come into a room. As you pass the last remaining reliefs, you see these images of these fine craftsmen making huge ornate pots, which themselves have these arts of animals running and chasing and fighting and hunting. And passing through into this next room, you see a glorious sun is carved into the ceiling directly above a pool of still water. The ceiling is reflected in the pool and it doesn't show a sun carving, but rather a moon carving. Well, now that's interesting. Why would that be? I mean, who would take the time to make an illusion of the moon and water? I mean, honestly, whoever designed this building is very pretentious. They're always though. You're right, you're right. People are so pretentious nowadays with their little fancy magic tricks. It's uh, Carrying the torch, the makeshift torch I have, I'm going to just step into the pool and see if anything happens. What door? I don't know if that's such a good idea. I mean... Door vanishes. Oh my god, he's dead. <laughs> door died. Door is dead. Okay. Welp. Door. Uh, you step into the pool and you submerge and as you come back up to the surface you see on the ceiling above you a full moon is carved up above 
The walls are decorated with reliefs of Omuan people carrying out daily chores all around you in this room. Is my torch... Was it put out? Yes. That's unfortunate. Uh, Dwar, can you hear me? Is there, is there any way you can hear me? Ah, oh, he's dead. He's dead. Okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna, like, try and use new cloth to relight the torch. Relight? What am I gonna do? Okay. Oh, how am I gonna explain this to everybody? <laughs> Go up to this door. You murdered him. Murdered him. You're oh my a god. That, that's unfortunate. Oh, that's uh, a portal. Is there anything on this Not door? Murderers. We're just we're just uh, intrepid entrepreneurs that have no value of, hu- of humanoid life. Yeah, you murdered him. <laughs> you see, door on this door as well. There is a bit of overgrowth. It's not as intense as the door that you saw cleared away by Aquatine and Orn, but there still is a little bit of moss. There's a little bit of algae around the corners of this door that look like they might be making it a snug fit. Okay, I'll use the torch to kind of kind of dry it out and then just kind of brush it off and push the door open. You are able to push the door open and you gain admittance into the next room. The first thing you see is a pedestal. This room is illuminated by eight torches. The light washes over a floor mosaic showing two creatures locked in combat. A small little bear with sharp claws and a rabbit with a spiral horn on its forehead. It's a unicorn rabbit. In the middle of the room, a robed figure stands next to a waist-high pedestal that you've seen, atop which rests a stone cube. The figure is bald and has one hand on in the cube takes a moment to realize that the figure is the statue. Okay. So, on the pedestal is the the bear in the or I mean, on this altar thing. Here. That is a mosaic on the floor. Ah, uh, okay. You know, even though he was a god of thunder, he was he was a dear friend. He will be missed. Oh, my. So it's just one hand out with the cube sitting on top of it? On the pedestal, there's the cube. One hand out from the statue. He's Looks like he took hold of the cube. No, I mean, come oh, on. He... That's, obvi- that, that's obviously a trap. Hmm. Hmm. Do I... Can I fix this? Find it. As you look around the room, Dor, you see that the floor mural is this depiction of this little bear, and he's locked in combat. There are different reliefs of the tiny little rabbit unicorn stabbing through the Zorbo. The little bear is getting the better of him, has his teeth in the neck of the little with a little rabbit bean in another relief. I am going to cast Find Traps. See if there are any in here. 
Getting a strong petrification vibe. Okay. Boy. Mm. And these torches are lit or not lit? They're all lit. They're lit as fuck. They're litty. Stay in that light. Tread carefully. And is the hand, like, grasping the cube? You might, as you kind of look around the pedestal and see if you'll be able to wiggle out the cube, it doesn't look like he has a firm grip on it. You might be able to wiggle it out. I'm just going to take my hammer and smash at the wrist to break the hand off the cube. Shatters into a thousand pieces. Oh my god. Statue just has a stump left. Alrighty. Um, I'm just gonna kind of step back and use the end of the torch to push the cube off the pedestal and see what happens. Chest. Falls to the ground. Alright. I'll go pick it up then. Make a constitution saving throw. Oh. Uh, 14. Dwar, you're turned to stone. Uh, Lovely. Wait, wait! Dwar, no, wait! Oh god! Oh god, don't leave me here, Dwar! Well, um... Owen, what do you think? You know, maybe I could go in the pool, but I don't want to die. Here, let me test it out. I try to put my little hand in the pool. Your hand disappears into the pool. Okay. Hmm. You know, this is usually what happens when you put something in water. Maybe I put my arm in there now? Your arm? You go up to your shoulder and you don't feel water. You feel air. Oh no, that's very interesting. Oh, and I don't know. This doesn't seem like an ordinary pool of water. I think I'm going to go in. I don't think he's dead. I think he might just be on the other side of whatever this is. All right. Well, with that silence, I'm going to take that as a (laughs) sign of uh, I should do it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go into the pool. So I guess if I push it off from this side, it'd be over here. You go into the pool and resurfacing, you surface in another room. You see above you is a moon. And oh as, my you, God. as you break the water, you look over, you see an open door over to yeah, that direction. Okay, well, I mean, he must have gone through the door. That, that's what my logic dictates anyway, and I'm, I'm pretty logical. I'm a logical man. I'm going to go through the door. And as you step through into the light that spills from this adjacent room, you see two statues, one with a stub, and the other is Dwar. Oh my god. Oh down, no. Oh. No. Oh my god. He, he is dead. Oh. Oh no. He I is in s- fact oh. holding that cube. Holy shit. That's, oh, I don't no. think we have any way of undoing petrification. Okay. It's okay. Okay. 
Now, what can I recall from what the man said on the uh, outside of this room? Uh, Orvex is here and he is weeping terribly. He is on his knees, groveling at the feet of his petrified god. No! Orvex! Orvex, it's fine! I'm gonna save him. I'm I'm gonna turn him back from stone. It's fine. Everything is doomed! No, it's it's fine, Orvex. You just gotta tell me what the door said. (laughs) The door said. You gotta stay in the light, Angel. Mm. And he turned to stone! Holy shit. No way. I've never had one of my friends been turned to stone before. This this is a new experience. Hmm. Okay. Well, um... I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, uh... This, this guy's pretty much stone. But if if we solve the puzzle, I'm sure he'll be turned from stone to to man again, or dwarf. So, hmm. okay. How 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 will we solve this puzzle? Uh, <sighs> what, what, who's the shrine dedicated to again? What 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 god? Orvex kind of pulls himself together, and as you look down, you're actually standing right in front of a relief with a Zorbo, which is kind of like this little bear, and an Almirage which is like a bunny unicorn kind of thing. And they're fighting. And as like Orvex scrabbles over to you on his hands and knees and picks himself up a little bit, he starts running his hands along this old Omuan script that surrounds the mosaic that you stand in front of. Tales of an old Omuan, the legend of how Obalaka attempted to placate Optau by making a stew of all the Oboan's virtues, but, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it didn't go correctly. Uh, oh, it seems that engine thought that Oboan's recklessness was a virtue, and he included that trait in the stew, and what Obtow tasted it, he spat it out. Oh, dear. That's why the two hated each other, you see. Obalaka tried to make amends with the god. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Dwarf. Holy save him. Oh, dear. Uh, there's... Oh, well, it's a good thing we can see in this chamber. It's it's a good thing that it's so well lit or I wouldn't be able to read this inscription. Hmm. Oh, okay. And I look around. Is there any torches that are lit or how is it lit? There are eight magical torches. Eight, eight magical torches. Okay. Um, that's interesting, isn't it? Um, magical torches. Well, what would happen... Uh, if we, you know, took the torches, you know, out out, out of the room, okay, made it dark. I don't know. Well, I just spitball in here. I mean, okay, let's I let's know. try it. And he starts yeah, going I mean, around I, the room and picking up no some idea. of the torches. Okay, I'll pick up the rest of them and um. Hmm, okay, let, let's put them in the other room. You know, um, so they're away from everything. 
you and Orbex step into the other room with the torches, and it's a little funny. He's like carrying all four of them, like mm. gripped to his chest. Oh, oh, oh. Don't, don't burn yourself. Okay. okay. So, hmm. this pool of water, you know. What if we put the magical torches, since they're magical, in, in the magical water? You know, what would happen then? Would they, you know? Uh, I don't know. Is it worth a try? <laughs> I guess so. I, I don't. I, I don't know. This is a first for me. I'm just saying. This is a first for me, personally. So yeah, let's try it. So yeah, you take the wood, and as you're inspecting the torch, you see that what makes it magical is that as you're holding it, it never burns the wood down. It doesn't need to be replenished with any oil. And as you take it, put it inside of the pool, tss, extinguishes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Well, um, so I, I take it out of the pool. Um, okay, well, it's out now. So let's put the rest in there. Yep. All of them yep. extinguish. Okay. You uh-huh. are left in the dark, only illuminated by the magical rock. All right, well, uh, problem solved. I think we pretty much solved this puzzle. Let's go see if uh, they're unstonified now. They head back into the Chamber of Sacraments, and door is still a rock. Oh, no. Okay, yep. That's what I feared. Did you take any of the... Did you take any of the torches with you back into the Chamber of Sacraments? Yeah, yeah. I say I take all of them back. As you take all the torches back, each one of them... (laughs) Relights. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. So, huh... That's interesting. I, I just don't know. I mean, how, how, do, how are we going to solve this little puzzle? Oh, my God. Maybe we should get yeah. the others. We're doomed. Yes, that, that's such a great, great idea. Um, yeah, I guess the, 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 the little pool of water is probably the only way in, right? So I guess let's, uh, let's go collect everybody else. I'll stay here with the master. Yep. But please I'm bring rescue. Will do. I'll be right back, probably. Uh, yep. All right. So I go through the pool of water, back to the normal pool of water. <laughs> Heading back, you find yourself right. back with Orn. Hey, Orn, you're here. How's it going, man? Yes, hello. Um, so, bad news. Dwar's a statue now. He got petrified. So, yeah, I'm going to go get the others. You know, we're going to brainstorm so far. I found that there's magical torches in the room, basically, that illuminates the whole room. You take them out, you put them in the pool of water, they extinguish. But as soon as you put them back in the room, they relight. So that's interesting. I don't know what we're going to do with that, but uh, I'll go get the others. Just wanted to relay that information to you. Alright, I go, I, I sprint, I, I get out of here as fast as I can, barge through the doors, back to my allies. Aquatine, you run past the eight sconces that now contain the makeshift torches, and you find yourself back outside Whoa. the shrine. Wait, 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 eight? Eight, you say? Eight. One, two, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I, I see, I see, okay. Guys... Guys, you're not—you're never gonna believe this. 
Dwar Dwar's a statue. I know. He got petrified. <laughs> Dwar's a statue? Oh, no. It's me. What yep. the hell? Yep. He got petrified. He's a statue now. Motionless. Ah, shit, fuck. Basically, I accidentally dead. deleted but, something. But it's fine. Shit. Because we're gonna we're gonna save him. Uh, I just immediately blink at him, blink at him, like while talking to Theridus. I was like blink. I blink a Ooh. little bit towards him and go. Are you sure you just didn't murder him on accident? No, 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 no. I I can't turn people into statues yet. Well, I don't trust. I don't know you, so how do I know you didn't murder him? Because I saved him back in the temple with with the with the. I healed him. I'm safe. I'm a good guy. Mm. Uh, insight. <laughs> anyway, besides that insight, uh, she she would immediately go with. Okay, I even if that you. is true, even if that is true, what are we going to do about petrification? Okay, so. The cube in the room, you know, the, the key cubes. Yes, one of the them, one anyway. that, uh, right, yes, right. the one that Dorn also has the others. Yes, yes. He, okay, so he uh, turned the stone when he grabbed it, so he's stone now. But there's magical torches inside the room. And guess what? Right outside the room, there's eight, count them, eight sconces for torches to go. My guess is that we have to find a way to get those torches out of the room and put them in those sconces right outside the room. But as soon as you go through the portal, which is made out of water, by the way, it extinguishes the torches. So we have to find a way in order to get either get through the stone, break the wall, or find a secret entrance into that room. Because other than that, there's no way to get those torches out without extinguishing them. Okay, I have a question. Yes, uh... sir? Everyone can can answer. Ropechick, do you can you move with the uh, the rope, or are you gonna stay in place? What do you mean? I mean, like, do I have like I? Let's say I put the torches out of the out of the existence and put it right in in there. Wait, I, I, and can I travel to like the other portal to actually? Like, I can just no, retrieve the. I think the, the portal would interrupt the rope trick. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, but I don't know if that's gonna work. So, how about Unless we go around? Put a portal in a portal, then uh, kaboom. I think, I think we should um look for a secret entrance of some sort because I found one, but that's made of water, which is problematic for torches. So let's 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 look around. Everybody, just look around. Use investigation, your eyes mainly, maybe some hands. You know, let's get to the bottom of this. Wow. So, uh, so I'm gonna walk in and start investigating every crevice, every wall. You know. All right, right to your left, you see something. Oh, okay. Uh, what do I see? And while that is happening, I just look at there and go. Does he really expect us to do something? I mean, if he's like um, Grok, I will think so. <laughs> yeah, last I checked, we couldn't do shit. So I'm still gonna stay here. Mm. Yeah. Um. 
As you look over, you see Aquatine on this wall as you're like very carefully inspecting the entrance here. On this wall to your left, in the opposite direction of this hallway that goes out before you where all the sconches, sconches? The torch brackets are. <laughs> there's, right. there's a secret doorway here. Oh, okay. Nice. Let's give that a little, uh, you know, try to find a way to open that little secret doorway. Oh, God. You can see why you missed it the first time you walked just one, well, one hallway goes the other way. You just walked right by it. It's very cleverly inlaid within the natural crevices of the stonework here. It doesn't seem like there's no, there's no trick stone or pressure plate. It doesn't seem like there's any obvious way of opening it. obvious way to open a door. Hmm. Okay. Well, does it, is there any vines or anything on this one? No, nothing. Hmm. Now that is very interesting. What can I do? What can I do? You guys got any ideas? Uh. There's that little secret door here. You just see, like, he looks at Malice and says, All right, I think we can help this time. What do you think? I mean, they're stuck. Alrighty. Uh, and the door is where? It's right to the left of these doors. Malice, as he points it out, you do see that there's the faintest crack that makes a rectangle all the way around, just big enough for a person to pass through. And the door is closed? It's a secret door. There doesn't appear to be any handle. There doesn't appear to be any obvious way. No pressure plates. No secret stones. He would have missed it unless it was pointed out to you, but there's clearly a doorway here, but it's closed. Is there a doorknob? No. Okay. Is it, uh, it's just like, where is door? Uh, door's on the other side of the magic water portal right now. Let's focus on this one. <laughs> okay, then. I guess I... we're not going for door, then. I, I just slowly look at her. Look at him and go, You are not making my suspicions any better for your sake. Look, do you, do you want to save Dwar, or do you want to get into the semantics of where he is? Yeah, you said you, we need to go to the where Dwar is to retrieve the fucking uh, torches. Is that that right. way, or it's not? But the torches go out when you go through the magic water portal. So we need to get through this door. Hopefully there, it leads to the same. Does he sound insane for you? I don't know. Anyway, you pass through. We're, we're sticking uh, back uh, ways. I'm following. I, I He's look... making perfect sense to me. Okay. If two dummies are saying it, I guess it must be true. Yeah. Two dummies equals a smarty. That's math. Uh, minus minus with minus goes plus. I, I look at him and go 
That's not how math works, honey. <laughs> no, I know. I turned a said it. Two negatives makes positive. Actually, two negatives make nothing. <laughs> two, two wrongs make a right. Look, it's more relative as a or something like that. All right, hey, let's get this door open. And he starts pushing on it. <laughs> yeah, Artemis, do you got any magic? I mean, you got any magic that could open a door, man? Uh, it's Malice, not Malice. No, I'm no, 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 I'm Artemis. This is Malice. Artemis. I said Artemis. Okay. I'm the magical wood elf, and I do have something that might be able to help door out, but um, doors? No, that's far too powerful. Oh my god. Just go. Why did I even tell you? Why did I even tell you? Um, Who is the smallest person that we know of? Small? This is a this is a wall door, ma'am. There's nothing. There's nothing that can get through. Probably door. <laughs> Definitely okay. door. Okay, then my idea is out All right, the window. I open the door. You okay. go through. Is that is that understandable? Well, we're trying to figure out how it's to okay. open the door. I, I got the perfect plan. I'm gonna use all my charges on the ring of ram and bust through this wall. All right, I say this again. I am not useful in this scenario. Goodbye. And walks out. Right. Man, she's she's a classic whiner, huh? She just she's a little she she whines. Well, hold, hold on. Now, what do we say about being polite? I'm your I'm your sister. I'm I mean, come on. She doesn't have anything that can help us. Not one magical yes. doorknob. She's just being honest. Come on. Sometimes you know, we don't have the drop tools for the job. I just pop back in after hearing him nagging about me. So, Saying, I'm sorry, motherfucker, but I am a people person. What the fuck do you want me to do in a dungeon? I'm really sorry. We, we apologize, and we will never let this happen again. And uh, he, he is very sorry. I trust, am trust leaving the, the stuff to you, so I'm not in the way. What part of that is that not clicking your head? We'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. We got it 100%. Don't you worry. We got this from here on. Uh, apologize again, Mouse. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's I, it's been a it's just stressful having your friend turn to stone is all. I'm just worked up. And rather yeah. than me being in the way, I am letting you all do do that. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, someone's got to keep watch. So. Uh, yeah, let's uh, try the other side. Yeah, maybe we can get it from the other direction. Come on, let's get out of here. Cortina is a bit of a, oh, man, I doubt I can successful. heal the fucker. So yeah. I'm gonna leave All that right. deal. Let's go to the other side then. Let let's go to the magic water portal. Teratus on, you coming? Teratus. No. Alright, you guys watch the uh, entrance, I guess. So we got I'm one. like I, I'm Teratus. following behind all of you. I'm Alright. I'm not gonna risk anything in this temple. Born, you could be fine, you know what he's what he do. Right, you know so. what he do. <laughs> Aqua Teen shows everybody how the portal works. You just go in and you pop out on the other side. It's actually pretty simple. Amazing. Cannonball. And jumps in. I don't know why, but I felt like that was a pun. Amazing. And Orange, you too. It sounded like you were saying Omu for a second. Amazing. Orange, you and Artemis and Aqua Teen all find yourself in this chamber. Of the moon, you look up and you see the ceiling has a wonderful relief of a geographically accurate moon. You can see the craters and the different 
terrain features of the moon above you. And as you look around the walls, you see all these reliefs of Omuans doing their chores. You see men, women, some are farming, some are making different pots and different cooking utensils, some are baking. You see a blacksmith working hard and forging a key. Okay. I will approach. You approach the blacksmith and you see that this particular relief is done with loving care. Compared to the other reliefs, which are quite exquisite in their own right, this one is practically lifelike. And as the blacksmith bends over their work, the key that they're working on is made of gold and it's inlaid into the wall. Uh, what kind of language does he speak? He is a statue. He speaks rock. Oh. Uh, then I guess I won't bother talking to him. Is there anything else in this room that might be useful? There is a pool that you used as a portal to come into this room from another pool portal. There are all these wonderful reliefs on the walls all around you. And other than the blacksmith... There's just a door that has a bit of flickering light spilling through it from all the torches that were relit and left in that room in the Chamber of Sacrament. You can kind of glimpse a statue door in that room as well. I'll approach that door, this door to the sacrament. You come in, and Aquatine's already there amongst the different lit torches looking around, and yeah, you see this wonderful mosaic that coats the floor. It has a Zorbo, this little bear, and a unicorn rabbit fighting each other. There's a horribly distraught old man. Orvex is just rolling around on the ground. I'll never figure it out. It's oh. <laughs> it never works. It's going to all turn to stone. No. Hey, Roy. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. All right. Um, Aquatine will look for a secret passage or entranceway, maybe. Going around this room, you're sure that this chamber, the Chamber of Sacrament, doesn't have anything in it. And almost frustrated, you come back into the room with all the murals, all the wonderful reliefs that are carved into the wall. And you see, as you get to the blacksmith, the one that Orn was studying quite studiously, this, this has a secret chamber. Right where he was looking at the key, that golden key, there's a passageway, a door that opens up into something that probably connects with that other door that you saw earlier. I I look at the key and I, I don't know, touch it or maybe try to rub it a little bit. Your fingers brush the key. You can tell this is real gold. And as it shimmers in the glinting light that spills from the room adjacent, the key presses Holy in as you shit. try and rub it and the door the secret door opens up before you 
Oh my god, I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> I'm about to save everybody's ass. Alright. I go through the door, dodging these cobwebs. Hopefully nothing's in here that'll kill me. And I go around the corner and look. What do I see? You pass through the dark passageway. It's choked with dust and cobwebs, but you bound through it. It's clear. There's no one. Clearly, no one's been here in years. And you come to a door, and the door that you found from the other side, you see that it's bolted with three heavy iron bars. Okay. Uh, is there any way I can remove the bars? Or? Doesn't take long. It's quick work. You take all the bars out and open the door. You have now opened this passageway. Yes! Yes! Oh my god! Gore's gonna treat me so well for this. Alright. I go back to the room and I take all the torches. Old man, I'm about to solve this puzzle and you will have your god back in no time. Yes! Yes! Return him to me, please! I take all the torches off the goddamn wall. And I go back to the 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 other ones, and I put them in the goddamn places. Each of the torches, you place them in the sconces. As you take doors, makeshift torches out, and as the last one clicks into place, you feel a whoosh of rushing magical energy. Yes. Door. Yeah. You're you still a statue. Feel, <laughs> you are still a statue. However, as you hear something click into place just out of sight, you hear the crusty encasing that has locked you into place, still conscious, but completely immobile, begin to flake away from you. And as you're... <sighs> loosening up and able to move on your own volition once again you look over to your right and you see a mage looking down at their stump of a hand and pure fiery rage fills them as they look back at you <sighs> you shattered my hand to be fair you were holding the cube a didn't know if you'd be able to return. Uh, Fireball. Like I was also. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, yep. It's a little uh, tiny mode of fire. Travels across the room and explodes in your face. 11. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, let me get some D6 together. Okay. The rest of you here. And you hear a, a gentle vibration earthquake as the entire shrine rocks to an explosion, and there's fire and smoke emanating from deeper uh, within the shrine. As I see the moat, I'm going to try and shove Orvex away. Away! Friendly fire! Uh, need initiative between Dor, Orn, and Aquatine. You're probably right about oh, here. Right. Right. 
Oh, yeah, I'm gonna roll my uh, initiative. Hey, do you have real life dice? I have digital dice. Digital dice. Digital dice. Digital, digital dice are champions. Digital dice. <laughs> okay, that's a little cock. I got a five. Come in to champions. I love, I love Digimon. It's such a good show. It was a pretty fun one. God, when when that little fucking orange thing with wings turned into the angel, I was like, holy shit. He's oh. an angel. Remember that? I was like, God damn, that's the most powerful Digimon. Little did I know there was like three other seasons to prove me wrong. Yeah. But yeah, so I... I got 17 DM. That's pretty high. Um, me and Crazy were going to uh, to go in the shrine, but we can skip a turn if you want. Sounds good. I'll put you guys at the bottom of the initiative order. Be Teridus and Malice. Dor, what was your initiative? Or... Four? Oh my goodness. Don't you mean dwar? <laughs> no. <laughs> you mean that these... So I'm guessing that these are... Stone giants or something? No, there's a mage that was a statue and is now a person again because I smashed his hand. He's attacking me. Well... Wow, you, you really... He was a statue when I smashed his hand. I didn't think he'd come back to being a person. <laughs> you really showed him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, God of Thunder will not be so desperate to be petrified. I smack you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, I only have 6d6. roll to him again. Unless he's casting it higher and then more. more. 25 plus 832 points of fire damage. Ow. What color are his robes, by the way? They are very red. Uh. Oh my fucking god. Lovely. Alright, oh. Aqua Teen, you hear. <laughs> ah, you took my hand! What do you do? It's in the oh, end right. of no. What the fuck? I have to go. I have to go. All right. No, we have to beat the living. We have to beat the living something or other out of them. A living. Twenty. Twenty-five. Wait, is yeah. it? Did you? Did I come out you... the other side? Uh, apparently, it was a statue of a wizard of Thay. Of Thay. The red mm-hmm. wizard. Yeah. Ah, oh, the and red wizard was petrified here, and uh... okay, I thought you got the end of egg. egg now I'm like, no, no, what no, no, no. the fuck? Oh <laughs> no! I'm no, no worry, I'm on my way. Just, just give me like six more seconds to get there. I'm almost there. <laughs> Gonna use your dash. He's on his way. That's right. I'll, I'll use dash to get there. Actually, right now. All right. I'm at least in line of sight. That's good. 
All right. Well, with, no, with nothing else, I guess... There's uh, a very angry wizard here. Yep, I could see that. Don't worry, I'll use my bonus action. Um, no, he's nothing. I'll just... I'll kill him. I'll devour your souls! Uh, from what Terror this has been talking about, I think he is... Uh, un- unliving. Well... Yeah, most wizards usually aren't. Finally, we found the red fucking Never mind. Wizard. All right, that'll be the end of my turn, DM. Okie pokey. That's gonna be the wizard's turn. He's gonna see you walk into the room. He is going to position himself on the other side of door. Where is he? I need. To, I just realized I gotta put a. I gotta put a token down to actually mark where this gentleman is. What's this? Ah, uh, that's that's a <laughs> that is a flaming sphere. Flaming sphere. Yeah. Orn's gonna be out in the other room there, so he's not gonna get hurt. But he's gonna go ahead and position himself on the other side of the door. Still stay in range. Why don't you put this one? That's a pretty badass token. I like that too. Yeah. Go. I'll use that. All right. So he's going to go there ahead go. and cast a little bit of a Kona cold on Yotu. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Oh, indeed. So that's going to be. Where's my mouse? That's a lot of D8s. It's okay. It doesn't even phase me. <laughs> sure. I need you both to make constitution saving throws as a rippling cold washes through the battlefield. 17, but they're fucking red wizard, I don't know. What, what kind of saving throw? Constitution, please. Okay, well, I'm not that 15, good at those. 31, 32. You cannot see them, uh, Malice. What's the uh, DC? 14. Wouldn't you like to know? Oh, okay. would you, wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? I would. To not be turned from a stone sculpture into an ice sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I got a 16 DM. So yeah, that's going to be 30. That's going to be 32 reduced down to 16 to each of you. Okay. That's going to be the mage's turn. Orn, you hear. <laughs> And a wave of fire washes by you, and then you hear shh, ding, ding, tingle, 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 as another wave of icy, icy cold washes around you. So you said 33 divided by 2? 32 oh, divided by 2 is 16. Oh, so 16, 16 damage. 16. Same as 33. But yeah, Oren, icy hot. What do you do? Whole bunch of magical hot and cold coming from the room next to you. Okay, we'll come back to your turn. Door, your turn. Okay. Seeing that it's a red wizard, I am no longer feeling like I need to oh. apologize. So you are? Sorry. No yes, problem. Yes, I'm sorry. We'll go ahead and take your turn real fast. Sorry, Door. All good. 
Um, no, I was going to go over to the room. Okay. You step inside the room, and you see the... a very angry mage. Oh, I hope he's not too angry. He's definitely too angry. How far away is he from me? He's purple angry. I'd say 20, 25 feet. Is there anybody else in front of me? Yeah, there is Aquatine directly in front of you, standing like five feet away, and then Dwar is about five feet away from the Red Wizard. Okay, I'm going to continue walking to kind of go... Because uh, here's the thing. I'm going to use Tasha's Caustic Brew. The problem is that it's a line. All right, yeah, you can step off to the side and you get a clear line between you and him without catching your friendly fire. Great. Um, just start. I think I can start with a cantrip and then I can use the Swift spell to use Tasha's Caustic Brew, right? Please let me say that. Please let me be able to do that. Sure. Okay, I'm going to need... Uh, probably not even really worth it, but I will need him to make me a... And how far away is the wizard is still like within 30 feet from me? He's 15 feet from me now. Wonderful. Okay, I'm going to need to make me intelligent saving throw. Ooh, he rolled high. I'm so high right now, I don't even know what's going on. That's going to be intelligence plus three, 18. He does not make it. Wow, high DC. Well, that's well, that's because of my blood well vial. Yay. Thank you, blood well vial. Thanks, blood well vial. Um, so he takes 2d6. That's... He takes nine damage, and he takes a penalty, a one d four penalty to hit any saving throw. Nine damage, d four penalty. So, and then I'm going to cast. Ta- uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to then use Tasha's caustic brew. That wizard is going to have to make me a dex... Oh, yeah. Two things, actually. Oh, dear. Because I'm going to activate Swift Spell. Yay, Swift... I'm going to spend two sorcery points to use Swift Spell, which activates my artifact, which whips him in the face, so he makes me a charisma saving throw first. Uh, and that takes the 1d4 penalty. Ah, uh, that's... The d4... I mean, it's a failure, but I want to... Okay, a zero. <laughs> Great. So he takes 3d6 psychic damage. His nose falls off as he takes the psychic damage. <laughs> He's going to take 14 damage from that. And he, is, and he is frightened of me. I've got the damage. Great. Last but not least, Tasha's Caustic Brew. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Strange brew. Kill what's inside. Okay, not bad. Uh, 17? Well, that does not make it. Wow. 44. So he's going to take 14 acid damage. Okay. And he is, and, uh, he is covered in acid. So when he, on his turn, he's going to take 2d4 acid damage. 
So the rest of you watch Orn come in here and casting acid and psychic damage. The mage, he's already bleeding profusely from the stub of a hand that he has left after Dora smashed him, but his leg melts off and he falls over onto the ground prone. He's just spinning in a sack of acid and congealed blood as his eyes and his ears start to bleed and he continues to scream out, You'll all die! You're no match for the powers of Asterak! Die! Dang, in here I thought he tried die, Vecna, die. Dwar, your move. Okay. I am... He's on the ground, yeah? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, prone creature, I get advantage. Hard to be intimidating when you're on the ground. I'm just gonna take Dwell in the air and just aim for the head. You should, no. have, you should have aimed for the shoulder. No, not the face! Ah! 21. It's, he is a mage. At 12 thunder damage. That's enough to kill him. Nice! What? He's dead. Damn. Overhead swing, door, you come down, and you watermelon the guy's head. There we go. Wow! I'm so proud of you. It's dark in here, and what happened? Oh, well, you got turned to stone, right? But then... I came up with a brilliant idea. You know, move the torches outside the room. But then they got extinguished in the water, so I found a secret entrance. And that's when I put the, the torches from here outside, and that's what turned you from stone to human. Well, dwarf, I mean. I see. So, you know, no need to thank me. No need to thank me. I just... Um, you know, I just, I just did it out of the kindness of my heart. You know, no reward necessary. Well, I don't really have anything anyway, so... Like I said, you don't, you don't need to give me anything, so it's fine. I'm gonna... Um, I guess uh, with that, Aqua Teen will tr search the uh, magic guy. He'll look for anything valuable on him. I'm gonna warily pick up the cube. Dor, you reach over and you pick up the cube. <laughs> and and you have it. Nothing happens. Okay. <laughs> As you pick up the cube, you just see Tardis, and he's just right there and says, uh, just says to Aquatine, What's going on? Is everyone okay? Uh, everything has been solved. Why are you hurt? What happened? I am very hurt, but I am not a statue anymore. Uh, a stat? Yeah, uh, we heard that from Aquatine. Here, yeah. have some uh, good berries. Uh, how much damage did you take? Yeah, what did I find at on the red? Four out of fifty-two. H how many? <laughs> I'm missing forty-eight hit points. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take all. Wait, 
Wait, I got fireballed and cone of cold. Don't use all yeah, of it. That, I, I will heal yeah, him as well. Yeah, take all the good bands. <laughs> uh, take uh, 40 hit points to heal you. Malasteridus, as you guys come up to door, he looks rough, and you see that his hammer is just caked in gore, and you look down as you try and come up and heal him. There is a puddle of blood, and what's left of like a, a crushed skull under underfoot here. I take it door did this. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I, I mean, you, you did the job. Uh, you heal for 40 hit points. Uh, I cast Prestidigitation on uh, door so he's not covered yeah, in that shit. Yeah, thank you. Uh, now, DM, what should I find on myself? Yeah, just just deal for uh, for forty. Malus, uh, I don't think you need to waste the spell slot. Yeah, I'm good. I was saying, saying heal him as well, so you can have some good berries later. I I have I have ten more <laughs> again. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Aquatine. Yes, sir. Looting the corpse. You're kind of having to be careful not to get too bloody as you go through the gore of this formerly Red Wizard of Thay, and he's really living up to his title, Red Wizard here. Just absolutely blood-soaked. Oh, man. You find... In that sense, it's an apprentice. And a movable rod. Oh, my goodness. I didn't want... Oh, you found a pouch containing three tiger-eyed gemstones worth ten gold pieces each. Now we're talking. And a spell book bound in red leather. Isn't this perfect? That should probably be burned. Our wizard. I take everything. Who's a wizard? No, no, nobody. Nobody. Then I'll but take the book. Is it, uh, it was yes, the book of a red wizard. I think it should probably be burned. I give it to Owen. Well, you can decide what you do with it. You just sit down I and cast create bonfire as he literally puts the fucking corpse in. You can put the corpse in. I'm keeping the book. There's a lot of valuable information to be gleaned from a wet red wizard. You yes, have no he, idea what he knew. Yeah, he cast Cone of Cold, and that's a pretty powerful spell. Well, I can't use it. Really? Only a real that's... wizard could really transcribe spells. But on the flip side, I can learn a lot of I can learn a lot from the state. Good idea. Okay, whatever. I, uh... All right, I I think we got ourselves a like a reward for. <laughs> Destroying this red wizard. Here's the next cube. I'm gonna hand the cube to Teradus to go with the rest. Seeing that everyone is f- fine, I just leave them all there and wait outside the temple. I'm <laughs> leaving after like, handing over the cube. Yep, I Alright, you all make yourselves make your yeah, way back all. out the shrine, returning back into the city of Omu. Just gonna. We do to. We go. You just see, like, how this wants to go to that big circle thing that is over there. Now, guys, I don't want to say anything, but I think we should take a very long rest. I'm very tired. 
Oh, boo-hoo. I'm tired. My my spells, they, they wane. My magic. We just took a long rest not that long ago. But I'm tired, guys. Come on. Shut up and keep moving. Yeah. I don't spells. have time. If you're I mean, going to complain about me being useless, then stop complaining about your damn feet. I complain about my feet. I'm complaining about my magic content, which I need to constantly refill to be a valuable member of a party. That's basically the same. Well, perhaps you need to learn a little word called conservation. You know, Dwar, I just saved your life. You think you think you give me a little bit more gratitude? Just saying. I appreciate the save, but still. Whatever. Let's continue on. Uh, Orvex, are there any more shrines outside of the main palace? Uh, yes, there's. I know of at least two others who weren't able to visit every shrine on a reconnaissance missions with the Red Wizards. However, there are two more that uh, have yet to be explored when we did our initial survey of the city. Were we able to find the last two? I'm not entirely sure as to where their whereabouts are, but we'll have to go back across the river, across that felled tree, and back into the northern parts of the city. And, uh... He casts, like, a wayward glance over towards the palace, and what you all see is concerning. Have you seen Castlevania? All y'all? Yes. Thousands of bats. Huge swirl above the giant ruins. Behind a 15-high-foot circular wall, you see crumbling arcades, vine-choke statues, empty plazas, and buildings overgrown in banyan roots. Streets that aren't flooded are choked with rubble, and you see them writhe with snakes. The entire palace heaves with the lurking presence of evil life. I probably want to avoid that place until it's absolutely necessary. Oh, this way, the shrines are oh, back over here. Alright. Sorry, Tarotus, we'll get to it later. I believe that is the last place we should go, since that's how we get down into the uh, Cerex. <laughs> oh, wise assumption. Probably more efficiently, but uh, whatever. Sorry, fucking god, if we don't say that way, I'm going to fucking I'll kill you after uh, after life. I swear to fucking god. Who? You. Uh, me? Why? Yes, you. Especially you. No, I'm joking. But uh, <laughs> literally, like, why? <laughs> why all of this? <laughs> we need the cubes. We need the keys to get into the cube area. I don't. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know why we're collecting these cubes. Nobody really told me. Because I'm in the my point. So why are we collecting this? That's all as I've been far as I know, we need we got to do the nine cubes to open the main entrance. Right, if right. We, that's right. Why if we don't use trying? the cubes, then this, then it will become a disaster for us. Possibly okay. traps, or possibly a path it's that we better... can open. 
Yes, and even if we don't need them, it's better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. Okay, so how many cubes do we got? Five. Big, yeah, five. We need a five total cubes? of nine. We are, we are totally like, lagging behind. We need more of these things. I'm absolutely certain. I mean, we've already just fought our hardest to make sure we to get some of them. How many do we absolutely need? Nine. 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 Uh, do we know? Yeah, okay. We I don't know you, but so, we are wasting time. Wasting time? You make it sound like we have have an impending doom coming our way. We, we do. <laughs> exactly my point. Why are we... Why are we eating where he can go straight through? Paradish, why are you being such a nitpicky? Okay. I just explained why we needed cubes. these. After this, we can have him go his way. We can collect the cubes. Honestly, let me see those cubes. Let me see one of those cubes. Look, guys, guys. I guess he has some to... sort of... We need to stop arguing. We need the cubes. We'll get the cubes. I mean, come on. What? This is textbook adventure stuff. We get the cubes to unlock the place to get to the next place. I mean, mid conversation, just... I am leaving the group and heading to the next shrine. Yeah. See, let's go. Walking. Let's stop arguing. It's obvious. Let's go. I really don't like this new guy. Going forward, Malice, you come out front and you arrive back at the massive waterfall that spills just over the horizon down into the boiling lava, raising huge plumes of smoke and steam. You crossing over the large tree trunk that fell, making a impromptu bridge. Uh, yeah. Remember when I threw the cat off the bridge? Yeah, I remember that. That was funny, though. Oh, yeah, it was pretty great. And as you reminisce, you have this kind of funny moment where each of you thinks back to the cat, so serious, and at, you're right in the middle of the bridge. Be very careful. Try not to fall in the water. That will sweep you to certain doom. And all around you, this huge plumes. It's like being in a sauna. These steam just is enveloping you and it covers both sides of the bridge as it washes over you and it mixes with the foam and the spray of the waterfall that spills down below. And then you see the water begin to vibrate around you. Huge rippling begins to shake the tree trunk, making you all stand still. Hold on to the trunk as you sit vulnerable in the middle of this river so close to being thrown down to your doom and just between one of these windows this small break in these huge plumes of steam you see a color of green of yellow of these massive feathers oh I'm now remembering we were told there was a T-Rex. Passing by your location, it retreats back into the large city. The King of Feathers. 
<laughs> Part of me really wants to fight it, but also. Bored, no. I know. I'll make, uh, I'll make you fight these little veggie pingmings on your own. <laughs> Don't. So it make you fight the veggie pygmies by yourself. You're, you're, you caused it. Listen, it was about to be smart, but I fucked up, okay? Precisely. Listen, I, I gave them some things, and they should be, did I get bothered to an army of these motherfuckers? We usually want no fear, we gotta, you know, uh, she just has a positive way. Yeah, did we see any sign of them as we were making our way back across to the river? They're everywhere. They're in every part of the city now. They've grown strong, and they've suffused through the entire city of Omu. However, they still seem to be cagey. They see terrorists. They remember the fear they struck into their hearts. It'll be a moment before they work up the courage to confront you again. Okay. Right. So is number nine or number ten the next shrine? And then number three, number two, number four, number six, number nineteen. I don't think we did number nine. No. Number nine and number nine large. Two number six. It's three, four, eight, six, and nineteen were the shrines. I believe. No one can never. That's um. That was an unfortunate party of adventurers. And wouldn't recommend going over there. There's nothing left of them to salvage. But this way, the next shrine is here. And you all, walking by a pretty ruined-looking campsite. Orvex continues to lead you towards these cracked monoliths that flank the entrance of a ruin. Saw-edged ferns grow in the courtyard between broken flagstones, and a pair of stone doors provide entry to a large, flat-roofed ruin. We're going to clean off the door and make sure there's no inscriptions on it. You clean off the door, and as you do so, you reveal these reliefs decorating the shrine's doors. The carvings show a horned rabbit charging a small, feral-looking bear with sharp claws. A cuneiform message is etched above the doors. Alright, what's that one? As you turn back to Orvex, he kind of bobs up and down on the tail that burns with its continuously not harmful magical flame and a little a mirage bounds across the the entrance here this is uh, it says that Ijin teaches us to take the path least expected all right Push the doors open. Once you get us on the map. (laughs) 
what what is what is this this is what's happening oh right okay it's this one gotcha okay 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 um oh my my eyes are way worse than I remember them being I think it yeah let's go Aha! I am suddenly in darkness. Oh no! Uh, yeah, you weren't expecting that, were you? You're blind now. <laughs> He's blind, or I'm blind? Who's blind? I uh, probably thought it was a wise idea not to have the entire place visible to you guys, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. I feel like I read this one. Oh yeah, I totally did read this one. Oh my god, look who's coming to the session prepared. This guy. <laughs> Take way less traveled. That means we probably shouldn't go through the front door. Or do because they usually... It's not the path less traveled, it's the path that others would not expect you to take. To be unpredictable, to weave, to bob, to not allow your enemies to know your next move. That is very interesting. I'm going to do a dwarven jig in an erratic pattern across this front entry. Well, first let me tell you what you see. You open this door, and you come into a room, and it's about a ten-foot-wide hallway that strikes off into the gloom. Carved tiles depict various beasts that decorate the hallway floor. I'm going to go ahead and put in the resources channel what you see on the ground. How good of a DM am I? I'm making handouts for you guys. Come on. Come on. Wait, what? That is, that is pretty awesome. Thank Deserved. You. Thank you. Praise me. I need to be praised. That's not what we hear. That's not what we hear often. Praise me, Richard. Oh, God, the enter button's so far away. Oh, my legs are asleep. Oh, God. Oh, man, I'm old. It's in the resources channel? Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. What is this? Oh. Hey, what was that mural that, um... What was that? That bunny with a horn? What was the other creature? A Zorbo. It's like a little bear. A little koala bear. I don't see what might be a Zorbo on this. Oh, come on, it's not going to let me roll. Oh, yeah, I can rotate it. Fuck yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. I can see the bunny with the horn. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so blind. 
Fuck, I'm an old man. I'm a blind old man. I don't see anything else. I don't think that there is a Zorbo. There is no Zorbo. There's a bunny with a horn, but then I don't know what to do for the next for the next tile. Alright. Oh, I see what it is. I'm gonna have to fuck around and make this bigger. Just see Tara just like moving in and sees the the arrow says Yeah, just why there's an end. Just go north. Just go straight line, I guess. A straight line? Yeah, there's a hen. There'll be right forward. Like go north. That I don't know if that's actually there or if that's just so you know which direction it's going. Well, I mean, north is pointing that way. Yeah. Okay. Put it looks you around guys back it. here. So you're at this end of this passageway of this thingamabob. Seems a little large for this, but okay. But now you guys can it? stand on it. Huh? Kind of. I seems that we can stand on. I'm going to still do what I said, and I'm not going to worry about what the tiles are. Oh dear. Uh, okay, so you just start marching straight forward? No, I'm erratically going across. And... Okay, okay, just go slow for me. So, um, God, what what happens? <laughs> what happens if you do that? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um. Okay, I think I got it. Um, I didn't find out how seriously fucked up Dwar gets. Oh, come on. Read, you bastard, read. Okay, um, how well, good is everybody's jumping? <laughs> okay, I got it. All right, so as Dwar's making his way across this chamber, you see that there's this wonderful mosaic on the ground it's about four squares apart so about 20 feet across and some 40 feet long each one of these squares has an animal carved onto it and door just starts making his way erratically across what are the rest of you doing uh well buddy maybe that's not the greatest of ideas you know hopefully it's not trapped which ones i'm gonna step on Okay. Well. All right, Dor, go ahead and move your character. Which one do you step on first? Here. Okay. Nothing happens. Here. Uh, oh, hold on. Whoa, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. Um. Uh-oh. Nothing happens. Oh, nothing happens. <laughs> Nothing happens. Aren't you a lucky duck? But the next one, surely. Nothing happens. Okay, sure, but different fucking animal. Nothing happens. Okay, you're just getting lucky, but the next one for sure. Nothing happens. Hmm. You know, you're just getting really lucky, but this one. Nothing happens. Oh wow! You know, that's crazy. And is he gonna make? I don't know. Nothing happens. Wow, he made it. He made it. 
<laughs> you know, Let's sometimes. Try, baby. Just, just doing a dig the whole time. <laughs> hey, right. Well, just being I guess... a badass. Holy shit, Dora. <laughs> I guess Aqua Teen will follow in his footsteps. Lucky or what? <laughs> All right, Aqua Teen, follow in his footsteps. Will do. Oops, sorry. Uh, oh, I can't tell which one you're stepping on. <laughs> okay. Let me try to make it more clear. Hold uh, alt uh, to like do off the line. Oh shit. You're you're crazy. Thank you. Okay, hold alt. So I'm going to that one first. Okay. Then that okay. one. You're fine. That one. Mm-hmm. Yep. This one. Yep. Yeah, that one. Make an athletics check to jump. Oh, you know, Dwarf didn't have to make an athletics check the jump. There's a breeze now. 21 strength. <laughs> the jumping's pretty easy for Dwarf. Keyword, you are not Dwarf. <laughs> you are not Dork. Dwarf! I got a dirty 20, DM. You're fine. You stick the landing yeah. like an Olympic gymnast. Go again. Oh, um... What? No, you're fine. You're fine. What? I knew it. Okay. This is, this is exact. <laughs> you're, you're fine again. And then my final one? Nothing happens. fan flipping tastic There it is. That's how you do it. Yep, you okay? Uh-huh. Okay. Hold alt if you don't want to stand in the ski. Uh, move off the map. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay, you're fine. Okay. Yep. Okay. Wait. Which one? Okay, it's on the tiger. Okay. Yeah, you're still fine. Alright. You're on the cow? Yeah. Yep, fine. You're fine. In this one. Yes, you're fine as well. You make it through, no unscathed, no problems. <laughs> okay, you have to tell us, was it lucky? Whoa, whoa, hold on. Malice has still got to move. Okay. Two, okay. Malice isn't going up there. She's too upset. Yeah. All right, Malice, you hanging back watching the entrance. No problem. You standing guard. See each one of your friends. Hop, skip, and jump their way through this. This kind of is like hopscotch. Yeah, through the hopscotch trap, and they'll arrive safely on the other side. I kind of just like rest up right here. Posting up. Are you trying to stealth in any way, or are you trying to uh, hide yourself? No, <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah, just hanging out. Sounds good. All right, the rest of you. How lucky did I get? <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> hey, I'd rather be I'd rather be lucky than good any day. Because <laughs> like the first few, I just picked random, and they all happened to be different. And then the last couple, I was like, oh, I just pick different ones. So, Teradus, you are correct. If you, as long as you step on different squares, different ones yeah. each time, yeah. then none of the trap activates. Yeah. So I was like, wait, it's it's supposed to, like it's a straight line, but it's not like if it's not that if 
if it is too easy to be that, it's like, yeah, you need to find each different one and it doesn't activate. So, yeah. Okay. So if you step on the same animal twice, it I activates. Activate the yes. All right, so, what do we see? So, I was going, Dwar was just lucky. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yep. you gotta like it when people get lucky. All right, so you guys find yourself in a hallway that goes to the left and to the right. Where do you go? Just pure confidence. Hot. Starters are just going to stick behind because the last time door was heavily injured, so it's going to... They're going to stick close to these things. <laughs> uh. Well, this is a thing because it's a statue, and th this is just a god. <laughs> Towards taking point, you make your way around the corner, and you expose more hallway. Is it dark in there, or...? Yes, it's very dark, so dark. It's the All darkest right, it's dark. light on a rock. Illuminating your passage, you have a shiny rock. 20 feet of radius. Yeah, Can I it's enough to line? illuminate your... Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. gotta made it. I gotta made it, make it, like, red so it doesn't go too far. Sure. Red light. Make sure you got your night vision. I have a dark vision, yes. <laughs> Like it's in them light. Fancy <laughs> colors. Ah, oh, the right. Dark vision. I think we all have dark vision. I think everybody except for Teratus has dark vision. Yeah, so that's why he's, he's helping because I don't think you can see shit. You gotta follow Dwar. Alright, Dwar, you see a dead end there. Ah. Let's go back. <laughs> do you go back to inspect the dead end? Yeah, I'm gonna walk up to the dead end. Okay. Inspect the stone. Shing! A sharpened axe blade swings from the ceiling and comes down in your position. Oh. Ten hit you? Uh, no. Yeah, you just step aside. Uh, so... Uh, you let me... Back up. I heard Why don't you let me like... be the one to grab stuff? Are you okay, Dwarf? <laughs> yeah, I am fine. There was an X, but it missed. Ah, oh, great. More traps. Hey, uh, Aquatane. Aquatane. Hey, what's going on, mate? Yeah, can you activate, like, something to look at traps? Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Yeah. I'm going forward. Alright. Um, look, if there's I... any stones or anything you want lifted from anything, ask me. I have mage hand. There wasn't stone there. Like, it's just the wall. I was looking at the wall. Look at the dead end. DM says, You sure you want to look at the dead end? 
Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> X wall. No idea. Next what do time, I see here? Oh, look! It's a little. It in the it's a little cubey. It's a. It's a little cubey. Aquatine, uh, coming around the corner, you see in front of you a door. Do I? I open the door and I go through. Coming through the door, you see a shaft of natural light spilling from a tiny square hole in the ceiling onto a carved stone pedestal. An ornate stone cube rests on its surface. Hmm. This is too convenient. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find traps, DM. Let me... Yes, Orn? Oh, I was just going to use Mayshan to pick it up and take it out. I don't think the traps are really good. Like, even if a trap activates, we'll be at a safe distance to evade it. Aquatine, you find sharpened axes surround you. There's axes, axes everywhere. Oh, God. We're completely... And the mage hand drifts over across the room. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Picks up the... (laughs) Oh, no. It doesn't actually drift over. It's actually does not... It's actually invisible. It's part of my... It's one of the feats I got called telekinesis. So the magic cube just starts lifting and hovering in the air and then drifting back over to Orn. Orn, oh, you shit. now have the puzzle cube. Oh, it was really easy. Great. Well, let's Make get out of here. You see, carved onto the puzzle cube is a small relief of a little unicorn rabbit. Backtracking your steps, one by one, the four of you weave back through the maze of engine and find yourselves back in front of the floor. The mosaic. Hold on, I want to check around this corner. Oh, okay. Dead end. There's dead end. Okay. You want to go check out the dead end? Not this time. Are you sure? I mean. Could be yeah. something I'm interesting. Over here, though. Okay. Dead end. Now that dead end. That wall at the end of that dead end. Smooth. So well crafted. Oh my gosh, the mason on that. Amazing. So good I can appreciate it from a distance. It is pretty fantastic. I mean as a dwarf, I don't want to stereotype, but it does seem like something that would, you know, merit further inspection just to see the quality of the craft. <laughs> no? Okay, yep, yeah, you go ahead and step on that. <laughs> I do want to check out the rest of this. Okay, uh, as you step into that square, does a 16 hit you? Um, no, I have my shield. Axe bounces off your shield. Mm. 
Yeah, Dora, you feel like you just went in a big circle. Uh, I see. Yep. Good to know. With this shrine thoroughly explored, you find yourself making your way back towards the mosaic with the different animals depicted on the floor. Do you retrace your footsteps? Mm. You could try and find a different way back over the... Actually, you already know the secret to the shrine, so... uh. <laughs> yeah, each Did one they of you... pressed in when you step across? There was the slightest indentation of the pressure plate as you put your weight on it. Okay. And I reset after you finish? As soon as you take your weight off of the pressure plate, it seems to... seems to reset itself. Okay. And yeah, I'll just make something back across. Each one of you, making your way back across the pressure plates, find yourselves back in the company of Malice at the front of Injun's Shrine. These shrines are becoming rather annoying. It felt easy, but that's fine. You ready, Dor? Yes. Alrighty, as she jumps down. Back into the city, you all look over at Orvex. Orvex, like, um, oh, right, right, oh, that, that way. He points you down this long boulevard. And once again, you see the, maje- the majesty of the Omuan people. While things have fallen into decay, just the, the straight lines, the grandeur, the sheer scale of the city amongst this extremely hostile environment impresses upon you the ingenuity, the craftsmanship of this once amazing civilization as you pass by these enormous statues the phenomenal quality of all the art as you walk by this now ghost city the sheer heights that this city fell from the civilization now lost in the sands of time dang Omu looks to be quite decadent no wonder they fell Yes, it is still sad to see such artisanal worksmanship lost. Perhaps well, after we the, the death curse. Nothing is that. ever truly lost. Well, that's true, Orn. I know that the seeds of Omu are still spread across Chult, and just because the civilization is in a rough way... That doesn't mean that it can't return to a once and once again be a vibrant, shining jewel of chill. Perhaps after we clear the death curse, get rid of the leech, maybe clear up the lava, and then the city could be good again. I think it's a distinct possibility, especially now that you've made some inroads at Port Nianzaru. With their support of the merchant princes, yeah, nothing's impossible. Well, actually, now I'm starting to have an idea. But we will leave such matters after we've secured our missions. 
Alright. Next shrine. Next shrine. Next shrine. Malice. Yes. Malice. I said yes. I'm trying to select a scary song. One second. I'm sorry. I'm buying myself some time. <laughs> You're just calling my name for no reason. There's a reason he just hasn't gotten to it yet. Malice, your frustration, it burns in you. The hatred, the fear, it boils in you like a black bile. And as you look across this city, you can't help feel hatred for the Ozomuans. They deserved what they got. And if every one of them dies, you'd be happy to see them swallowed within the soulmonger. And as these malevolent feelings well up inside of you, you see the waterfall that feeds into the city stretch out across this once amazing civilization as it thunders down drowning portions of the city. Once magnificent, And then it takes back its luster. You see it revived right in front of your eyes and become great, vibrant. Suddenly, gold stretches out the city's inlaid. Whitewashed buildings stretch out before you. Sunlight sparkles off the glass domes, reflecting off these prism-like windows. Yet, all is not well. Black smoke coils from fires across the city. Corpses litter the street as wraiths circle the rooftops like vultures, feeding on the children, screaming and fleeing for their lives. And in the middle of the chaos, a sphere of utter darkness grows out of the heart of the city, blotting out the light as it expands towards you. You turn away. And when you look back, the darkness is gone and the city is half flooded and the ruins are overgrown and you fall back into step with your friends. I imagine we would be walking during this entire stuff but as it begins to like picture in my head I would stop walking and just look around. If any of them were even interested in why I stopped they could see almost huge putrid and disgust look at my face. I just see that I was just like, what's going on? What? <laughs> Malice. Hey, old Malice, do you copy? I just said nothing. Okay. I didn't hear you. Uh, Did you so... hear something, or you kind of stopped and looked around? It's nothing. Let's just keep moving. Uh, this way. Okay. Uh, next shrine's right over here. 
All right. What are you guys at? 10? No. 11? I guess so. Stop number 11. Oh, shit. Oh, that's not it. It's, it's over here. That's that's just an upside down cart. This way. I'm sure that's nothing interesting. <laughs> cart upside I down. Just, I go look at the cart. Ah. Okay. <laughs> well, you find a cart upside down. It's it's turned. And no longer on its wheels, but in fact, 100% 180 on its on its back. What's under it? Yeah, well, the first thing, it. yeah, as you go up to flip it, the first thing you notice is that the wildlife in this area is especially vibrant. There's a wondrous assortment of flowers, which immediately piques your interest, Teridus. You see lilies, all these wonderful whites and blues and reds, all blending together as if they've been arranged all over this cart. And Dora, as you go up, you. <laughs> You flip the cart and it goes whoosh, spinning off into the distance. I was like, what? Who is going to pick up the flowers? Going around, you do pick up the flowers. Go ahead and add three fire lilies to your inventory. Yes, sir. What's the white? And as the wagon gets flung over into the distance by a door, it just collapses into a heap of tinder. And the rest of you see a rock. A fancy rock. I pick it up. Mm, okay. You pick up the rock, and you see that there's amazing inscriptions. It's been carved with three different languages that you can... Well, that you can tell just by glancing at it. One of them is clearly Old Omuan, and the other two... Well, this looks like a very stylized common... And another, a third language that you do not recognize. I have tongues. Does that work? You cast tongues and look back within the stone. I think tongues is only for spoken language. Oh, yeah, it's spoken. My bad. Never mind. Upper hand languages is for written. Yeah, I need that instead of tongues. Chew on the rock I... a little bit. <laughs> no, I don't. I just kind of like pocket it could be useful alright archaeologist motherfucker who is also doors follower yes. read this okay oh. let's see and you hand him the moss covered stone the concentric rings of the inscription that cover its surface he starts to trace them with his finger this is uh, a message from the queen she decrees that uh, uh, Queen Napgalau proclaims that the free people of Amu fear nothing. Brave new gods protect us as Abdo did before, but no longer Amu will rise again, and Napaka shall reclaim all that is hers by right of conquest. No. Uh, oh shit, this thing's heavy, and he immediately, like, doubles over. This is a 200 pound rock. Mm. <laughs> Uh, door. Have a giant, have a tiny stone that is ungodly heavy. How big is the rock? Like, is it tiny or is it just really heavy? I mean, I could pick it up with my hand. Like, that's the size. Or 
or it was just the DM now. <laughs> it is the DM. DM being a bad DM. It is a three foot in diameter rock that weighs okay. 200 pounds. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Never mind my statement. Yeah, I had a feeling. I could probably, I could still lift it if you wanted. I, no. No. <laughs> if it was tiny, yes, but if it's three feet, fuck no. Hmm. No, it appears to just be, like, carried by rock. I kind of look at the archaeologist and said oh. she was praying. I'll be right back. No, Gaon. I try to get confirmation of what the dude was saying. saying uh, so you said that the queen was praying for help? No, no, no. Not for help. She was... No, it's almost like a declaration of war against Mesro would have been the rival city at the time. And I believe that was the one where your great last love disappeared to Artemis. Yeah, well, yes, posing is. Yes, Mesro would have been the rival city at this point, but it's my understanding that they disappeared long before nine trickster gouts came into this city. Yeah, it seems to be contemporaneous. Yes, in any case, uh, our queen, Napgala, which would have taken power after our friend there in Nangalore had retired from her throne. Uh, it seems that she took over and was bolstered by these new trickster gods, the Nine, whose puzzle cubes that we now seek to recover, that we might be granted entrance into the next level of the many... Uh, subterranean layers beneath. Oh God! Oh boy! I think I'm in. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh dear. Uh, What's up? Calm down for a second. I have a question about something. Yes. You think those gods have anything to do with that flooding? Um. It's hard to say. I think that. Probably at one point the river was diverted into the city and used for transportation, cultivation of agriculture. It was most likely used for industrial purposes, however, as the city fell into disrepair, it most likely flooded the aqueducts and its containment and ended up uh, ravaging the city in its own regard. Malice kind of shakes her head. Almost in a no position that she, like, thinks to herself while listening to this. Yes. Uh, uh, this way, the uh, next shrine is right over here. We're close. Mm. Guiding you short distance. Malice, as you fall in line behind the rest of the group, you do feel, once again, someone following you. Can I make a perception check? Please. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to call it here, sadly. Oh no, I'll see you, Orin. Thanks for playing. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry I can stay later. Just a lot of family and other matters have been are coming up. Welcome to the New Year's. 22. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Orin. Yep. Thank you. Have a lovely night. Thank you. 
22. You immediately recognize there are two people following you. Do I know who they are? One is Salida. You recognize her and you see her duck from one building to the next. Skinky mm. bitch. <laughs> Maybe a couple hundred feet behind the party. The other... The other you see crawl out from beneath the rock. The inscriptions that you were inspecting. It's a Chwinga. I turn around and go to it. It spooks and it starts retreating and it dives back under its rock and you can see it kicking its little feet as it tries to push itself back under its rock. Uh, can I be able to like pick it up? It offers, like, some paltry resistance, and it's trying to, like, wiggle out of your grasp, but you're able to hold on to it. I give it a little ration, which is basically a beef jerky. Oh, man. As soon as you grab uh, you grab him, he's, like, struggling, and then you give him the beef jerky, and he immediately starts to, like, nuzzle, and there's kind of, like, a sort of a purr, but it's definitely not a purr. I'm just the fucking pet collector at this point. <laughs> uh, I give it a little pet. I give it a little pet on the head with one of my little fingers as I give it the jerky. You give it the pat, and as you hand off the jerky, it's holding the jerky like a three-year-old would hold a juice box as it begins to follow you. Oh. Uh, I offer it to be on my shoulder so it doesn't have to walk so damn much. <laughs> It floats and it uses this kind of. It's got like this odd crystal blockhead, and it it inflates for a little bit, and it rises up into the air, and then just the slightest of pressure denotes like its presence on your shoulder. Oh, you just sit down, just look behind, see the tringa with malice, and like, hmm, neat. You got one of those. Right. I uh, see. If it wasn't one of those, I'd tell you not to feed the wildlife. Saw what happened last time. I'm not oh. feeding a veggie pigman. As I pet the little yes. twinga. Doesn't Teridus also have a twinga? <laughs> no, it's inside me. Oh, it's inside you. Okay, mine's yeah. just outside. <laughs> yeah. This is how I was like, um, I think they love this thing as it presents the same fucking leaves. Uh, that we were all picking at the, sh- at the temple of the serpent god I don't remember I think it was a flower uh, mm. a flower yeah takes it and the twinger kind of like puts it uh, on top of the head to oh. he gives it to Malice and say give, uh, give, uh, give this to your twinger I mean, okay. he chose okay. you, so there you go. If he can, uh, appreciate All you. Right. Yeah. All yeah. right, I yeah. give the Schwinga the little flower. Oh, <laughs> he takes it, and the Schwinga, like, puts it on top of his head. He's balancing the flower on top of his head as you walk along. This brings a small smile to Malice. He just yeah. turns around, walks away. Bunch of Commodon kittens, the Schwinga... What are you going to collect next? 
<laughs> Watch it be that fucking feather beast, Nyx. I say as a joke, not as a literal statement. <laughs> you somehow befriend the feathered T-Rex. <laughs> I mean, the kittens are kittens. I don't think they understand anything. <laughs> and the owl... Yeah, three little <laughs> kittens in my hat. Uh, the owl was my bird... Was my little birdie companion, and now I have a little Schwinga. Owl on one shoulder, Schwinga on the other, kittens on the hat. Let's roll out. Yep, it looks good. Uh, at some point, I'm just gonna have to buy a cart for these little fuckers. Well, luckily, you already know where one is. Hey, that's too big. It's true, it's true. Arriving at the next shrine, Orvex uh, leans over the dragon's tail. Uh, Master, I believe this is the location of one ghost shrine. And as you look up, you see that there are carvings of monkeys hanging by their tails, decorating two cracked obelisks. Monkey king. Let's stand before a shrine enclosed by broken walls. Past the obelisks is a courtyard filled with horse tails and arum lilies. Five archways open into darkness at the base of the ruin. Mounted above the central arch is a stone plaque bearing a cuneiform inscription. Orlais, if you would. Of course! Arum, arum lilies, you said? I did say arum lilies. Mmm, flower. I was going to investigate. The horse tails are also a type of flower. Oh, is it? Where mm-hmm. are they? They are all around the shrine. It's enclosed by this huge courtyard. is just full of these horse tails that whoosh, wave oh, in the gonna... wind. Yeah, Don't gonna... eat it. No, he's going to pick them up and uh, yeah. Don't eat right the horse tails. They're not good. They Go ahead. For... They came in for potion. <laughs> Crazy. They taste nasty. They taste nasty, but you can do pretty good with the alchemist uh, supply. I'm just saying this out of experience of cattails. They're nasty. Nasty. Uh, Alright, so how many? I'll say. Uh, as Orvex is examining the outside of this shrine decoding the inscription you get nine horsetails and four arum lilies arum lilies alright uh four you said four arum lilies nine horsetails alright we gotta stay outside with Mollus. I guess door and... Aquatine, they can go inside. Aquatine, who is not even on the map. <laughs> Dwar, He's muted. Teridus. Sorry about that. No, welcome back. Dwar, Teridus, Aquatine, as you two pass through the obelisks, you hear... Yeah, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> Me neither. Monkey. Monkey. Monkey King. Orvex, what does the plaque say? Uh, uh, better to be Wongo's friend than his enemy. 
like the monkey is called Wangu. That is correct. The uh, god uh, Wangu, the trickster god, he was uh, depicted as a Sioux monster. Just a monkey, yes. That just sounds like Wukong, the monkey king. Wukong. I'm gonna look around for the sounds of the monkey. Nothing. Sniper monkey. <laughs> Don't be a fucking spider monkey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a simp. Since I have dark vision, looking down each of the corridors, do they look different at all? Hmm. DM reads furiously. You have dark vision, huh? Yep. The two outer hallways seem to be a little longer than the two on the inside. And the central passageway is different than the four on the outside in that the four on the outside all have portcullises that are raised up into the structure of the shrine. The central passage does not. They're usually not that easy to just go straight. I'm going to take the far left. You know me, I'm a very straightforward guy. I'm gonna go straight ahead. Best of luck. Dora, you did see a big statue of an evil-looking monkey as you looked within the shrine, and Aquatine, as you go straight ahead, you see that there is this ten-foot-tall statue of the evil-looking monkey, and it's bouncing on its tail atop a stone diocese in the middle of this twenty-foot-high chamber. The statue's limbs are splayed with its hands and feet cupped. On the wall behind, a sculpture relief shows a monkey-like creature tearing into a giant serpent. Uniform scripts are carved along above and below the relief. Four masks of painted stone protrude from the wall. They depict the head of a lion, a zebra, a boar, and a vulture. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm, I don't know if uh, this pretends to anything, but I, I guess I'll keep it in mind. Dor, as you come through that side, you see that there is a couple of little holes in the wall that you look through. Do you look through the holes? Yes. <laughs> Need to look at the map. Am I looking at the map? The inscription above the mask that the eyes that you look through 
you see a ray of blue light falling from the ceiling onto the right hand of the statue. Um, looks like the inscription says I ate one of the boar's friends. Oh, goodness. Looking through the hole, I see a blue light on the monkey's right hand. So there's a statue of a monkey. Its hands are cupped, its feet are cupped, and you see a ray of blue light falling onto the right hand of the monkey statue within the main chamber that Aquatine stands in front of. Okay. Can Aquatine also see that light? Aquatine? Yeah, what's up? What you can see as you enter this room is this monkey statue balancing on its tail, holding out its four appendages that cup each one of its... I guess monkeys do kind of have hand... feet hands. So it's cupping each one of its four hands. It's a palm. Palm. Palm Pom-poms. And you see all along the wall, there's a relief showing the trickster god Wongo, the Sioux monster fighting his hated enemy, Moa, that snake guy, Jackalai. There does seem to be old Omuin carved into the reliefs that go all the way around the room. Maybe I gotta put something long and cylindrical in this monkey's hands. Hot. You know, because it's fighting the snake thing. Hmm, but I don't have anything like that. And honestly, uh, I don't know. I, I need somebody smarter, like that, that Vortex guy. I need to go find him. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go find the that, the guy to read the old Omuwen on the walls. And then looking through the hole, I can see the monkey and there's a blue light on the right hand. Yes. What about the other hole? So you kind of put your face up to the stone mask, like... You can tell that there's some kind of protrusion, and you can't quite tell what the mask is from this side. But as you look through the eye holes, you kind of put your face up to the mask. You see this shaft of blue light coming down onto the right hand of of the monkey. 
So where to like you go to the end of the corridor, there's the wall and the mask that you can look through. Yes. Okay. But there's no way into the actual chamber, correct? No. Okay. I'm gonna go check this one then. Alright. As you look through this very similar, there seems to be two little eye holes that as you put your face up to, you see there's an inscription above this mask as well. Vulture is lucky to be alive. And as you look through the mask, you see a ray of blue light falling onto the left foot of the statue of Wongo. Um, inscription reads, my only friend starved to death. And through the mask, you see a ray of blue light falling onto the right foot of the statue of Wongo. Okay, and lastly. One of the others has no friends. Oh, that's so sad. Um, and looking through this mask, you see a ray of blue light falling onto the left hand of the statue. Okay. So the lion, the ray of light fell on the right hand. The boar, a ray of light fell on the left foot. The zebra, a ray of light fell on the right foot. And the vulture, fell, a ray of light fell on the left hand. So from left to right, it's a lion, boar, zebra, and vulture. Right hand, left foot, right foot, left hand. It's lion, boar, Was the older order again? Lion, right hand, boar, left foot, zebra, right foot, vulture, left hand. chamber as you head in the main chamber you see all these masks for the first time oh, hello, Aquatine. I didn't know you'd be here I'm, I'm sorry dwarf <laughs> that's my name <laughs> well, uh, anyway did you find anything in the other uh, doohickeys that the uh, I found inscriptions and uh Lights shining on the monkey's hands. 
Interesting. Okay. Well, there, there's monkey hands right here. Yes. Uh, uh, there seems to be some kind of writing on the base of the statue. It says, uh, Wongo's friends know where to pour the water. The water? I hardly even know her. God Get it? damn it, Aquatine. This is no time for jokes. Sorry, sorry. What's you don't want a goofball? Hmm? What? Hmm? Huh? Ooh, what? This thing up here. Buh. Let's see if it's labeled. Um, yeah. Definitely not labeled. Shit. Oh no. Oh god. Books flipping around all sorts of random pages. Goddamn Kindle piece of garbage. Ah. That is the relief that shows the trickster god Wongo fighting his hated enemy, the Moa, a jackalai. Gotcha. Okay. So, in the lion mask, it was I ate the boar's friend. Correct. I ate the boar's friend. The boar mask said the vulture is lucky to be alive. The zebra okay. said, my only friend starved to death. And the vulture said, one of the others has no friend. One of the others has no friends. Same. has no friend. This one's got me stumped. I can't make hair or hide of this at all. I'm gonna pour the water on the vulture's hand, which is the left hand. As you pour the water onto the left hand of the statue, it swirls and spins faster and faster until it begins to crystallize. You watch as the pieces of a cube appear coalescing out of the vapor and left in Wongo's left hand a puzzle cube appears. 
at the kid. Would you, you look would. at that? What a smart cookie. As you reach out from amidst the effusive praise from Aqua Team, you hear a voice in your head. Take the prize and curse your friends. Or fight my children to claim it. What is I your will choice? Fight. I will fight your whatever. So be it. And appearing for Sioux monsters apparate onto the giant statue and then looking at you leap down and attack. That's we're going to end it for this week. Okay. What a great session, DM. Go ahead and add to your inventory Wongo's Puzzle Cube. Wow. That means we have that means we have seven of the cubes. Six. Six of the cubes. Yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting puzzle. But, How'd you get um, that? I didn't get it. Okay, so the lion ate boar's friend, but the boar said that the vulture is alive. So that means lion ate the zebra, and then zebra said, my friend starved to death. So if the boar and the zebra are friends, that means boar also starved. The vulture was the only one alive, and lion had no friends. Wow. Which means it couldn't be Wongo's friend. What? Seriously, so smart. Well done. Never yeah. Vulture was the answer. So Vulture, the was looking at the left hand, was the correct hand to pour the water into. Fantastic. Well played, man. That's a, that's impressive. Yep, you actually were able to puzzle out the word puzzle. I was like looking at this, like, oh, yeah. Well, another great session down. Heck yeah. All right. I thank you all very much for playing. Good night. Thank you. Chip shoulder with your chest out, yeah. Your tall tails are getting fleshed out. All that huffing and puffing your breath out, yeah. Lame ass niggas getting pressed now, yeah. Did your googles break your best out? Now you think you can walk in their shoes? Do your best now, yeah. Seen that shit on TV? Did it when you counting sheep? But it's all the same thing, right? Yeah. Once upon a round, a few lies ago, some misdemeanor niggas went where the time was gold. They say hang dry, hand wash if you can, nigga. Hang dry, hand wash if you. Come on, did this and that a few lines ago But we believe that shit a few lines ago Can't you see, nigga? Please, nigga You count sheep, nigga Not even in your dreams, nigga In the land of revolution, I max 3D'd Niggas think they can act and get handed freebies Please, G, behind the screen it's easy But when the issues get pressed, don't try and sign off 3D 
keys, you said two sheep, three sheep, four sheep, five. Black sheep, white sheep, gold sheep, why? Nigga, fuck that, no going back, shit, we live. Aimed to the tunnel, screaming, let there be light. And you think it's all games, but they was like knee high. And you doing all this shit for a reply. You think it's built in the day, they 60 by VI. Stacked in they Levi's pants, three feet high. Plug one, plug two, pause, this can't be right. And then you realize you ain't get that reply. Yeah, once upon a rhyme, a few lies ago. Some misdemeanor niggas went where the time must go. They say, hang dry, hand wash if you can, nigga. Hang dry, hand wash if you. Come on, did this and that a few lines ago. But we believe that shit a few lines ago. Catch your seeds, nigga.